Hi guys, welcome back to the Pathway Podcast. It's your host, Katie Parisi. Hey guys, this is your host, Jack Riley. All right, Jack, so what are we talking about today? So today, we're going to talk about Greek life because this is such a big part of campus and, you know, we've seen a lot of freshmen come in and first thing they're interested is getting involved in Greek life. So I guess we'll start off. What chapter are you in? Um, I'm in Alpha Gamma Delta here at HPU. Um, I went through formal recruitment my freshman year during the fall semester, which is the only time of year that our Panhellenic Council holds formal recruitment for the sororities here on campus. Um, But I know it's not like that everywhere. So I never really knew if I went to a different school that had like two sets of formal recruitment in a year, if I would have rushed first semester, second semester. But I still think, honestly, I probably would have gone through recruitment as a first semester freshman. What about you? What fraternity are you in, and when did you go through the rush process? Yeah, so I'm in Sigma Nu, Nu Delta, and I actually waited to rush until my sophomore year. So I was a little different. I didn't know what I wanted coming in, and I know it's a big decision. Like, you're going to commit for the rest of your four years. Yeah. Honestly, it's a lifelong commitment because... It's not You're just gonna, four years, it's for life. Of course. These are going to be your brothers or sisters for life, and you want to make sure you go somewhere where you're a good fit. I'm honestly so glad I waited until my sophomore year because my freshman year, I got my grades under wrap, and I also decided to go around to every fraternity and see what they were really like, you know, not just during rush and recruitment week, right. but, you know, in downtime, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like when there were kind of boring days when there wasn't much going on. And, you know, I later found out that Sigma Nu is the best fit for me because these guys weren't just asking me to party. They were asking me to come golfing, come get food with them, come study with them in groups. So it was great to find my community there and I definitely wouldn't have done it any other way. Yeah, that's awesome. So did you still go through like the formal recruitment process, whatever that looks like for boys in in the fall of your sophomore year? Or was it like a casual I think like boys can kind of like do recruitment whenever almost (laughs) yeah so recruitment happens in the fall and in the spring I ended up doing fall recruitment and it's pretty much stretched over a week the first few nights you're wearing a suit and you're going around every house and meeting all the brothers and it's pretty much like a quick elevator pitch like they tell you about them and you tell them about yourself and it's pretty much to kind of just weed out what you like and what you don't like. Right. But then as you move throughout the week, um, it can look different. I can pretty much choose which houses I want to go to. And by the end of the week, if you keep getting invited back, you should have a pretty good understanding of where you belong. Yeah. But um, I actually recently joined the Interfraternity Council. So that's the governing body for all of men's Greek life. You didn't and just join it. You run it. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, anyways... That's been an awesome experience, and I ran for that position as president because I wanted to give back to the community that has given me so much, as uh, cliche as it sounds. Um, it's just like I've, I've learned a lot about myself throughout being in Greek life, and I wanted to help out those who are trying to get interested in it. Awesome. Yeah, I think that it's definitely like a really amazing experience, and obviously, um, Panhellenic recruitment is like a lot more structured, I feel like, than that, at least here at HPU. Um, It might be different other places, but I think it all kind of falls 
follows the same guidance structure, something like that. Um, just in what I've seen from some of my friends that have gone through recruitment at other schools. Um, but is there any like informal recruitment process? Like, do you guys ever take like COBs or what people call like snap bids, people that don't go through recruitment? We actually do uh, participate in the snap bids, but I guess we're not supposed to say snap bids. Right. But we do take like one to do kids usually after the formal recruitment process. And it's usually for a number of reasons. Sometimes, uh, their grades aren't good enough during the process. We take them later. Or um, it can be as simple as just, like, forgetting to sign up. So Right. That totally makes sense. How yeah. about you guys? So for Panhellenic recruitment, it's always uh, – honestly, it's been pretty similar the past four years. While I've been here, I haven't seen it change much other than the fact that one of the years was virtual. Um, and then this year just looked a little bit different. But my freshman year, I signed up for recruitment, I feel like, in – July before I ever got to high point as a freshman and I think we went through recruitment the second and third weekends that we were on campus and so like the first week we were able to get adjusted a little bit and then we were kind of thrown right into recruitment um, before our first month of college was over and basically what we did is we went to this like all PNMs meeting and PNMs are potential new members and that's what you're called like throughout your whole recruitment process. And so we went to this big PNMs meeting and we met. Um, at that time, it was called a Pi Chi, but now it's called a Rogam. And so we met our Rogam. And I'll talk a little bit more about what that is. But basically, they're like someone that helps you go through the recruitment process. Um, they're a, a sister in a chapter, but you don't know who they are because they're unaffiliated from or disaffiliated from their chapter during the recruitment period. Um, they're just there to help the PNMs that are going through recruitment. So we had that. They talked to us about like what the rounds would look like um, and kind of had a more in-depth conversation of what we would be expecting because our recruitment is so formal. Um, so the first day you're just in like a white shirt that they give you and whatever you want to wear, uh, like jeans, skirts, um, shorts, whatever. And then like sandals, sneakers, um, like sneakers are really in right now. So that was a big thing this year. But the first round is called sisterhood round, and it's really just casual. Like you get to know the sisters in all of the different chapters. You watch like a video um, about just like, you know, some sisterhood things they do. Maybe that's like footage from a sisterhood retreat um, or something like that or them just hanging out in their house. So that's what the first round is. And then it's basically like a pairing system between you and the sorority. And so at High Point, we have six chapters. And on during the first round, sisterhood round, which is spread over two days, for that round, you go to all six houses. And then for the second round, the next day, for philanthropy round, you can go back to up to four houses. Um, but it's like that mutual pairing system. So you could go back to one or you could go back to four or anything in between. And then during that round, basically it's all about their philanthropy. And unlike boys where you guys get like less fancy as you go through, girls get fancier as you go through. So you start in that t-shirt, skirt, shorts, jeans, whatever. And then the second day is more like sundresses or like a romper, something casual, um, something you might wear to brunch, um, really just whatever you're comfortable in, but a little bit fancier. And then... They talk about their philanthropy, their work they do around their philanthropy. Um, they usually have some girls like either share testimonial or 
kind of talk about like why it's so important on this campus. And then the last day you can go back to up to two houses and it's called preference round. And it's like a really intimate ritual ceremony and you go in and sometimes people get like super scared, but it's just things that they have to do. Um, And that's the most formal round. So you're in like formal dresses and then that same night you pair, you mutual pair again, and then the next day's bid day, um, and you run home literally min- like seconds after you open your bid card, um, and you could get either house that's that you went to prep for, um, truthfully. That's actually so crazy. I didn't know there were that many aspects that went into yeah. sorority recruitment. And we like line up outside of every house, like. I don't know. I mean, our um, recruitment happens in Greek Village, and obviously there's other Greek houses in Greek Village, but um, all of our girls have, like, numbers, and we literally line them up before they go into every house, and then um, we, like, move them around to make sure they're all at the houses at the right time so the people that are inside the house know exactly who's coming in. I think one thing we need to touch on is bid day. I know for fraternities, that's easily the best day of all of recruitment. And that's like what Katie said. That's when you run home. Yeah. Uh, For fraternities, the cool thing that we do is every different chapter makes comfort color t-shirts with a, a different design. So this year we had like a Ricky Bobby design with a race car in the back and they were light blue. And so everyone wears those once you get your bid in Cottrell. And then you run all the way up to Greek, and it's usually crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, we kind of messed up the dates with planning and everything, and um, I think we ran, we all ran to our houses. In the middle of philanthropy round. Yeah, so not too <laughs> good. There were, like, sirens going off, like bullhorns, and yeah, I think you guys were having serious conversations. So <laughs> yeah. That was not good, but I want to hear about your bid day. Yeah, so bid day is usually, like, same thing, you run home. You guys start in um, Cottrell, which is if you don't go to High Point University, it's maybe like 200 feet from Greek Village. Um, And then Slane, where uh, the Panhellenic sororities do bid day, but bid reveal day and then run home is all the way across campus. So all the PNMs are with their Rogams on that day. And that's the same day that their Rogams reveal their chapter and run home with them so they open their bid card they run home and then they run home to a certain amount of sisters that are inside of slain which is our student center and then once all the chapters girls new new members have run home then each chapter dismisses like separately outside to go meet up with the rest of their chapter to then like chant and run all the way back to greek village and like the same thing with the boys um Everyone gets a t-shirt. It's always like a theme. So my freshman year, it was Thrasher theme. And we went like skating, um, like rollerblading that afternoon for like our activity. And and it was just like a good like sisterhood bonding time because you didn't know a lot of people yet. Um, And then our sophomore year, it was like Alpha Gam concert. So it was like a sold out concert, like like Alpha Gam tour. Um, It was fun. And then... Um, last year was virtual and then this year was like Vogue themed. And so they had so many different like props in the house for like taking pictures and music for just, um, they looked like magazine covers. It was just like a fun, fun, chill 
midday afternoon this year um, because we're still kind of in like a limbo in between like COVID and non-COVID things. So um, we're just trying to navigate that. But it's definitely a good time. Every year is like a different theme. Um, and every sorority like tries to have like a very different theme from each other so that um, they don't like all blend together. But I think um, my one of my, I think probably my favorite midday theme was maybe when I was a freshman or a sophomore. I don't know, but the last two years have just kind of been hard because of COVID. Have they haven't completely been the same? I think everyone always loves their freshman year bid day just because it's so special and right. you're on the other side of it and you're not like a, a sister or a brother yet and mm-hmm. it just makes it that much more special wearing the letters and everything. So I think for me, um, the first time I just put that bid day shirt on, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is insane. Yeah. If you got if you guys have been following along from the beginning, my freshman year bid day, Mystery Boy was Mystery Boy's <laughs> birthday. Oh and gosh, here we go again. Mystery Boy was in a fraternity at the time. So What was he in? I can't say that. Come on. No, I can't say that. That is a secret, but it was Mystery Boy's birthday and I specifically remember posting and being like, "Oh my goodness." But anyways, that's that's it all. I just wanted well, to tie that mystery in. Girl we were, mystery Girl might have been in your sorority. Well. She might not have, though. Yeah. I don't know. I think she was. I don't know. All right, turning a new page. So you're in the fraternity. You're in the sorority. What is daily life like? I know for me, um, at the start, I was added to a massive group me conversation with every single brother in my fraternity which I had no idea about Um, so in Sigma Nu we have something unique we have a brothers chat and we also have an announcements chat and we also have an academic chat so um, I'm gonna brag here for a little bit Sigma Nu has the highest GPA on campus and a rector smiling over there don't listen to any other chapters that say they have a higher GPA Sigma Nu has the highest GPA and we work really hard at it Um, so I guess the coolest thing is for the academic chat, there's someone always studying, someone always doing homework. So you never have to do that alone. Like you can go in groups and they're all over campus, like study rooms, kind of stuff like that. And we try to make them fun and go in big packs. Um, Our announcements chat, that's pretty much made for uh, obviously big announcements and like news that needs to get out fast. It's kind of like a serious chat. And then our brother's chat is just made for fun. Like if, People are going golfing or people are drinking or partying. Like it's, you can always shoot a text in there and someone will be doing something that you want to do. And someone will always want to be getting food or walking to class. So the opportunities are endless. And um, I just thought that was such a cool, unique part of being in Greek life in yeah. the beginning. We have a, um, so we have like it all um, like girls in our chapters chat but instead of like an announcements one we also have like a Facebook page and that's kind of where we get like all of our announcement to keep us like organized and then we also have like now what is like the seniors chat so whenever we're doing things that are like for only seniors or any like l- big last things when they're like remember this is like our last ever mixer with whoever you better be there your seniors or your la- your last um initiation or something like that so it's just been like a lot of fun it definitely kind of like promotes that like constant communication and feeling like you always have someone um, because sororities are so big on this campus like not that 
being in Greek life is so big, which it does have a big impact on some people, but just the chapters themselves are large. So getting to know all of them like instantly is a really like positive thing and being able to have that like constant communication or seeing someone's name pop up, um, especially when you're a new member or a senior and you feel like so disconnected from, you know, like the freshmen or the new members that are just coming in it's important to like kind of just be in constant communication with each other. And it, it's definitely like a positive, positive feeling. But um, how have you seen like the leadership skills that you've gained in Greek life, um, like pushing you or helping you in the future? For sure. Uh, let me think for a minute. I would say biggest one is working on a team. Like yeah. I've gotten so much better just working with my peers, understanding their points of views and where they're coming from. Um, it's all about putting yourself in their shoes. I would say another thing is learning like my voice and everything and how to communicate effectively. Definitely. Um, there's ways to do it and ways not to do it. Uh, I would say like if you want to get what you want out of something or a situation like yelling or losing your cool is never the right way to do it, right? Like being calm and level-headed is the best way to go about that. Um, so those are two val- invaluable things that I will definitely take with me, whether it be in the workforce or just in relationships outside of work. What about you? Yeah, I think it's um, it's one thing that I've realized is it's really hard um, for a lot of people to like lead people that are this their same age. But I think one thing that I've really learned is just like the like the utmost importance of like having respect for each other. Um, I like, like that a lot. Like from the top down, there has to be respect. Um, I think in order for it to flow between like all the channels, you know, if the top doesn't respect the bottom, the bottom's oftentimes not going to respect the top. And for a lot of people that are working together, that are leading one another, that at times have to, um, you know, be the bad guy and tell you like, stop doing that. Um, that's either like not good for you or not a good representation of the chapter just in life. Um, just really in anything outside of Greek life too. But, um, especially in like college leadership roles, Greek life or not, um, leading your friends or leading peers that are the same age as you um, can be really difficult. And I feel like a lot of that comes down to respect because a lot, oftentimes there's a lot of respect given with just like an age gap or you walk into the workforce and someone's been here for a lot longer than you. You know, like the president of your organization or you, for example, you're not 10 years older with 10 years more experience than someone. People just naturally like, that's just not a natural place where people offer respect, which I think it should be, yes, but, you know, it's a little bit different when you move into the real world and, you know, your title or your um, seniority has gives you a little bit more respect. So I think that that's something that you really have to work on um, in order to gain that respect, and I think it goes both ways, but I definitely understand where the challenges come in, leading and gaining respect from students your own age. When you are a student, you do make mistakes just like everyone else. It's just really important to, as a leader, hold yourself to a higher standard um, so that you can gain that respect. Because it's not that you don't deserve it. It's not that, like, just because of seniority, you should have it. But I think no matter what, it's just a challenge that we have to recognize um, and that we face as student leaders. And um, I think that Greek life is, like, a perfect, small-scale way to learn that. Yeah, I mean, that was, that's such a good introduction to all that. And I hope this isn't going off track, but 
back to your point, like being a student leader is super hard. And regardless of a position or not, like everyone is a leader within their um, fraternity or sorority. Yep. And I would say like one thing I've noticed is it's tough. Like there's no incentives to, you know, putting in the work or anything. I mean, obviously you all want a great outcome. You want great philanthropy. You want great parties and you want great unity at the end of the day. Right. But uh, there's no paycheck coming in for the work you do. It's you have to do it for out of the goodness out of your heart. And sometimes people don't see that and it's hard to motivate and hold people accountable. So um, I think that's how it differs from the real world. Like you're on a different playing field. And um, like you said, you're working with your peers, which is not always easy. But I think it's time to wrap up and head to bed. I don't think we're heading to bed. I think we're heading to class. (laughs) Well, anyways, (laughs) that's enough for today. We'll see you back next week on the Pathway Podcast. Bye, guys.